0: fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i always am by greg of the dead how you doing man merry christmas and intern Corey.
1: happy uh, Hanukkah. is it still hanukkah as of recording i i think it might still be as of recording but by the time the people listen to this i don't believe it will be happy whatever you celebrate
0: which for me is like trying not to is trying to forget that Christmas is a thing and still hugging my pumpkin I still have from October that's still doing well.
2: I, I've been enjoying it this year, I won't lie. Like I, I've been liking it. Like I haven't gotten crazy into anything. So it's it's been nice this year. I've been having a simply having a wonderful Christmas time all season. <laughs>
0: It's already like halfway through December as of recording, basically. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, like it's kind of breezing by, which is nice. I like yeah. that part. Like, hasn't been too hectic yet. But we haven't had to do like the Christmas family stuff yet. So the hardcore is still coming.
1: This? No, this is fun. This is Chosen this is, Family.
2: Not the family we're for.
1: I have been balls deep in Christmas fam- family stuff since Thanksgiving and That's like true.
2: you have miniatures uh, so you you yeah. get it all the time.
1: Yeah, so like I am like 99% ready to just yeet myself off of a roof at any given moment now. So we knew well I knew I should say
2: last year when I saw this movie and I was like well, that's our Christmas episode next year when I saw it. I really enjoyed this movie. I was like, oh, sweet. But I know we already recorded our Christmas stuff last year, so I'm like, okay, perfect. We have 2023's figured out already.
0: You both were like, Brett, you gotta watch this movie. It's so good last year. And I was like, it was like, what, December like 19th? I was like, I'm already finished with Christmas. I'm not watching anything new. I'll watch it next year. Now
1: it's next year. Exactly. Like, I like this one so much that it, like this one made my top five last year. It did, yes. It, it, oh, it did? in there. Yeah, it, it was my number five. But like, I'm, I'm a sucker for holiday horror. I I love it. And this one was just next level good. We, we got two great, like violent Santa Claus movies last year. We got this one and we got Violent Night. Oh,
2: I never saw that one either. The thing about Christmas Bully Christmas is it was pitched as a Silent Night Deadly Night sequel, but they said it doesn't really fit what we're going, what we're trying to do with Silent Night Deadly Night. Which at first I'm like, oh, I get, it. and then I'm like, I've seen the later Silent Night Deadly Night sequels. I'm like, this fits,
1: this fits better than Silent Night Deadly Night. What was it? Five. That wasn't even yes. really a Christmas movie. They just. Ex- threw a santa claus in there like in the background at one point go see look christmas
0: that's why i was like why are why is it yet another santa claus running around with an axe cyanide deadly night already did that perfectly why are we doing it again santa can use so many weapons now it makes sense
2: Yeah, this is going to be a Silent Night, Deadly Night sequel. But they liked the script and everything, but they're like, for some reason, don't call it Silent... Probably honestly did better for the movie, not calling it Silent Night, Deadly Night 6, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say yeah.
2: Alright, so Christmas Bloody Christmas from 2022. Brett, you have any credits for me?
0: Um, we do have an Edward Trifecta from a guy named Joe Bagos.
2: Oh, good for you, Joe Bagos.
0: Um, He seems to be uh, into, like, that Shutter world, because he also did the VFW movie.
2: Oh, Okay, that makes sense. The lighting in this should have given that away to me. That gives seen... it 100% feels like VFW did.
1: Is VFW worth it? It's worth watching, yeah. I've not uh, I haven't it. seen it yet.
2: The lighting brings me to one of the first things I wanted to mention, because you either love it or you hate it. I think it fits really well in two ways, because it's that neon glow, like, bar lighting and everything. And then Christmas, like, so it actually works really well for this kind of movie for me. Yeah, I,
1: I, I like, like, the other thing I really loved about this movie was the score. Like, I loved the score in this movie. Just that mix of, like, stoner doom metal and 80s synth like, god synth music. Uh, loved it. It's something.
0: Um, I was watching this, and it's one of those ones every once in a while, it's, like, make the mouse move on shutter. And I'm like, Oh, there's still like about an hour left. Okay. Like, I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. You're like, Oh, I saw Lords of Salem and it's all like medley and Rocky and stuff. And it's like, Oh, look how like they all cuss. And like, they're all, we're trying to make them such like normal characters. No one talks like this. It's all about like, eat my ass. Oh, right away. It's like, no, one's no,
2: I will point out, someone definitely talks like this, and I was told, I don't like this movie, because it's like hanging out and listening to you and your friends talk all the time. So there is a group of very specific people who talk like this, and that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, oh, this just sounds like conversations me and my friends have all the time. So yes, this one, I think got the dialogue 100% right for a certain demographic that we happen to fall
1: into. Absolutely. We talk like this. Like this is a conversation between us, you know. When Tori and Robbie are at her house arguing over which one of a franchise is better, we do that. We've done that in my car.
0: Yes, but they're like, "Oh, Pit Cemetery Two's better." Obviously, the first one sucks. You know what? The uh, do you like Child's Play? Yeah, the second one because I'm I'm like uh, I know the deep cuts.
2: Child's Play 2 is better.
0: Well, yes, but it's always <laughs> like, oh no, Ghoulies 2 is better than Ghoulies. It's like, okay. I'd... Also, it's true. Like... also
1: true. Also true. You're making a point for us, Brett.
0: No, the big one that got me is like, no, Pet Cemetery 2 is so much better than the first one. It's got better everything. I'm like, okay, you're just trying to be like how the people for the longest time were like, oh, Halloween 3 is so great. You got to check it out. Like, it's a hidden gem. Now it's surpassed that. It's like they might as well say Halloween 3 in this movie.
2: You're saying people say that about Halloween 3 a lot? Yeah. Right after you just said nobody talks like this in this movie. I rest my case, that's all I'm saying. It just annoyed me. Lawyered. <laughs> yeah, so Christmas Bloody Christmas from twenty twenty-two. Um, I guess we'll get into this thing. I wanna point out more ass eating than I'm used to seeing in a movie.
1: Definitely more ass eating than I'm used to seeing in a Christmas movie. By the new test subject for Mystery
0: Science Theater three thousand, the satellite of love. If Crow and Tom Servo know what he was up to, they might not let him back.
2: I don't understand this reference in the slightest.
0: Jo- Ray- Jonah Ray is the new Joel and Mike. Oh, okay. Oh, okay,
1: okay.
2: But you have Christmas commercials and channel flipping and everything. And this is all the exposition we get on our main force in the movie is an ad for Robo Santa Plus, where they took military tech and put it into a Santa to replace any creepy people who may play your mall Santa, which I thought was actually kind of a genius idea.
0: Well, they've done this before where it's like, um, well, what was it? A uh, Spoiler alert for Five Nights at Freddy's kind of, I guess, where it's the he loves pizza. Also, he loves animatronics at the exact same time. That's why the animatronics are all weird. Or like um, Chopping Mall, where they're like these hardcore military fucking units to guard the mall.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, I like the Channel 83 stuff, though, where like I'm a sucker for like my WPXI, WPIX, uh, any of my. Like local channel stingers because it's like mom, like it's like a local movie kind of thing made for TV. It's like mom's making out with Santa. It's like what are you doing, Billy? And Billy's like four years old. He has a knife.
2: But yeah, it's so like the most impressive, like sophisticated technology. Let's put it into a mall Santa. Reminds me of Small Soldiers, which I love. Yeah, yeah, but we meet Tori, who I guess is the boss at this busy record store. Where is this hip, fun place where there's this many people at a record store on Christmas Eve? And with sells VHS and records is apparently what they're in the
1: business of. It's I'des. It, 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 it's I'des in Pittsburgh.
0: Oh yeah, it's I'des. There's that, Um, what's that record store in State College that's pretty cool? I got a Sid Vicious record from there, like an original pressing.
2: Boo. Boo. Store closed. Tori and Robbie are still there. Tori had a Tinder date this night. Uh, I wonder if anyone has ever found success off of Tinder.
0: I met my wife on Tinder.
2: I was setting you up on it. I was lining you up.
1: Tinder was still something you used to start a fire in my day.
0: I got one date off of it and I married her.
2: I I missed the boat on that. That started, like, right after me and Anna started dating. I didn't understand it for a long time until you explained it to me. But Robbie is trying to talk Tori out of this date and knows who this dude is. They call him, like, something. He has, like, five kids to different, like, women. And then shows her his cringy YouTube emo cover videos that he has.
0: It's like, oh, why is he uh, whisper singing? No, no, turn this off! Like, cause he's she's like completely like I don't know. I'm gonna fuck this guy. I don't care. Like, I just want to get laid tonight. I hate Christmas. And poor Robbie. Throughout, I love Robbie in this movie. He's like my favorite character. I feel so bad for him the entire time.
1: Robbie's trying, man. Robbie is trying.
2: He almost I almost gets bad there for him the entire time. He gets his way pretty well at some point.
1: Well, but not
0: fully.
2: You don't get he, hit. You no, don't get
0: his. Yeah, exactly.
2: But they're going to walk to the bar, and he pretty much talks her out of it. They're going to to the bar together instead, but they're going to stop and see their friends and deliver this, not even a full bottle. Here's your Christmas gift. You get to take a drink from this bottle that we're bringing you.
0: But she's like, it's already open. She's like, yeah, well, we took a couple drinks of it, of course. It's uh, we're gifting it to you. You can't say no. But they, they they're gonna go fucking the toy store. It's Jonah Ray and his girlfriend. not Tori and Robbie,
2: the the friends.
0: No, Jonah Ray and his his wife. I actually no, don't they say wife in it? Why are they?
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, the the two
1: in the toy store are husband and wife. They're married.
0: Why are they not at home having sex in their house? It's like the chopping mall couple that are married and they're having sex in the mall.
2: They address it. They're like, wouldn't you you want to have sex in a toy store?
1: It'd be creepy. You know, Brett, sometimes when you've been married for a while, you you try different things to spice it up. It'd be so creepy to be like, oh, look,
0: there's like Cabbage Patch Kids in the corner.
2: Dude, so when they're walking though, I want to talk about what they're talking about because as... To me and Corey's delight, and for some reason, Brett's dislike. I enjoy their conversations throughout this whole movie, because it reminds me of talking to my friends. And they're yeah. talking about the best and worst like Christmas songs or albums and everything. And they do drop what I consider to be one of the best here, the Bad Religion Christmas album, which Bad Religion, being the incredible atheist punk band, dropped a all-Christmas like, hymn-style punk band covers album and donated all proceeds to it to victims of sexual abuse from the church i love bad religion
1: i mean I, I i'm also a big fan of bad religion love what they did honestly this friendship wouldn't really exist without bad religion between me and greg Go first on. first time because the first time i ever met you i wa- you were wearing a bad religion i believe it was a no control t-shirt <laughs> and I walked up to you and said, that is a cool bad religion t-shirt. And I had a Misfits hat on, and you said, that's a cool Misfits hat. And here we are 11 years later. Greg oh my God, met all of my friends. Greg met
0: all of his friends by the t-shirts they were wearing. I was in a punk club, and I was wearing a Tell Him Steve Dave t-shirt. And Greg went, oh, Tell Him Steve Dave. And that's how we met.
1: Greg... <laughs> I just looked for what shirts people were wearing. I'm like, I like this one. Friend! <laughs> And I'm looking at the date as of recording today, Greg. It was exactly um, 11 years ago today that we met. It was a Christmas show, so you very
2: well may be right.
1: I'm 99% sure it was on December 12th.
0: I do enjoy, though, that they bring up uh, Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight by the Ramones. That is legit, like, probably the only Christmas song I really love. And I was listening to it before we started recording.
2: That's a great song. No one's. I that. love it so much. Just the Ramones.
1: I mean the uh, the other one they bring up the uh, Lemmy's cover of Run Run Rudolph with Dave Grohl and Billy F Gibbons from ZZ Top. You know the this world is- was robbed of something there when we didn't get an album from Dave Grohl, Lemmy, and Billy from ZZ Top.
2: Listen, people, we're going to have to put up with us having some music talk on this, With just how much they talk about it. (laughs) I would have pointed out, have you ever seen the video of when they played that live for the first Mm -hmm. time and everything? And Lemmy playing live when he doesn't have a bass in his hands is like Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights, where he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) Like, he's always so weird when he's singing and doesn't have a bass in his hands. Like, he doesn't know what to do with them. And I love it. It's kind of adorable.
0: That's got to be so weird. I've never seen that. I want, I got to see this now because it's got to be like, yeah, what do you do? It's like there was the one like, a uh, overseas show that, um, Nirvana was playing like a live, like, uh, talk show and Kurt's like guitar stopped working. So he threw it down and he's just holding the microphone. It's like, I've never seen you sing without the guitar. This is weird. He's still all hunched over.
2: <laughs> Remind me, I'll send you a link after. Yeah, please. Run, run, run. But they see the friends at the toy store, they give them the bottle, and you'll learn about how most of the Robo Santas were recalled. I guess they were reverting to their military programming again to just be unstoppable killing machines. I feel like you should have wiped that programming out before just giving this to the public and especially children.
0: Why are we making the killing robots that we sent overseas to war now Santas for children. They're like, I, in the commercial they're like, are well, you going to replace an old stinky drunk mall Santa with our hot high-end Santas? It's like, yeah, but did this one are these ones that weren't sent over or does this one have blood on its robotic hands? It <laughs> have a kill count carved
1: into its shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> like tally marks.
0: Daddy, I found ears.
2: <laughs>
1: Dude, so Santa just has a teeth necklace.
2: Yeah. So my thing with this, um, another movie we did kind of recently that I I'll give this pass to was like something like Totally Killer, where if you have a sci-fi horror plot, but you more just want to get to the horror thing, I'm okay with you kind of taking the cheap, hey, this is what it is, we're not spending a lot of time on it, we know it's kind of ridiculous, now let's get to the story we want to tell with it. I'll cut this that same pass that I cut that kind of movie for that reason.
0: This movie's yeah. like, we gotta get to our version of Terminator Santa going after her. That also exactly. kind of remind me of the fly at the very end. We're we'll get go there. We're we'll get there. Okay,
2: we'll touch it. Um, but they leave. They go to the bar, and they're at the bar going over Robbie's poor dating history as back in the toy <laughs> store. Right as some ass eating is going on, Robo Santa oh. comes to life. D-
0: I, I it's something about they're making a bet about oh it's a bet if uh Tori and Robbie are gonna hook up that night and Robbie's like what do I or uh Jay's like what do I get if I win and she's like well I'll cook you a steak in with nothing but an apron it's like well what if I lose like well then you have to eat my ass it's like well who's waiting and he just like immediately goes for it
2: I, I want to point out that usually I'm watching the movies for the show by myself, but oh, I, I told Anna, I'm like, it's, it's a Christmas horror movie. You don't mind those. You like sci-fi ones, more like killer robots and stuff. She's a fan of them. I'm like, let's watch Christmas, Bloody Christmas. And some of her reviews, I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned because it was amusing me. They're trash mouths. I wrote down. Yeah. Is there talking? They then are. It's just. This just sounds like you and your friends talking. I can't stand it. (laughs) Well, thanks, Anna. At least all the girls have cute underwear. Was another (laughs) of the movies written down. And then...
0: None of of the underwear is brown.
2: Yes. And then... It's just Terminator. Those were her key review points that I wanted to make sure I included.
0: points to Anna. Very good. Yeah, but she also said she hates our conversations. Hey, but she doesn't exactly know that I'm the f- uh, sophisticated, uh, stuffy one of the group.
2: Oh yeah, she does. She says Brett doesn't even like horror. He likes these old, boring movies <laughs> they tricks you to watch on the show. Yeah, she's aware.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's, oh, she's she's apparently acutely aware of you. He likes the talkies. <laughs> but at the bar,
2: the sheriff, played by Jeff Daniel Phillips, shows up. Dude, he doesn't get his due with, like, how much he's given to the genre, I'm realizing. The more time goes by, I'm like, this dude's really given a lot to horror. I forgive you for Herman Munster.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you know why he was so bad as Herman Munster? You couldn't see his sweet mustache and sideburns that he has in every other movie. I was going to say, is that
0: written into his contract where it's like, I never have to shave my goofy, like goofy facial hair off?
2: <laughs> I imagine so. He's kind of a cool cop. He covers their tab at the bar. He's like, don't get into trouble, guys, and everything. He's also extremely depressed. <laughs> just just like, yeah. goes on this rambly, sad story before doing so.
0: Well, he, like, stumbles in, kind of rambles, does a shot, stumbles out murmuring to himself, like, fucking punk kids. Like...
2: <laughs> at the store, the dinner is still going on, we'll say, and Robo Santa comes to life and axes the dude right there, and then we get a POV chase of the girl. And it's, it's cool when he catches her and just slams her head over and over into the last counter. It's a pretty cool kill.
1: Uh, one, I love that like, most of the effects in this are practical effects, if not all. And I love the killer POV cam use in this movie. There, there's, there's, quite, there's, there's a few instances of it, and it's not overdone, But I think it's just done really well.
0: I I did not enjoy killer POV cam whatsoever, where it looks like they duct tape the axe to the camera and just kind of shook it around. And we just get the it's it's funny, but it like takes you out of it for me. I was just like, I don't like POV shot. Don't do it because it's very herky jerky. And at times because they put this weird, like fake VHS grain on it as well. So, like, at times it's very dark and herky-jerky and you can't tell what's going on.
2: But see, this is going on right as Tori and Robbie walk past. They hear the screaming and they do like anyone in a horror movie does when they hear death when a couple is supposedly fucking. They yell, uh, like,
1: yeah, get it or something. <laughs> and they keep walking yeah. by,
2: not realizing their friends are being murdered. And Robo Santa sees them and walks out and I guess... Target locks onto them. Yeah. They get in Robbie's shitty car to drive to Tori's house to go finish off the bottle for the night. And they get there, they're listening to some records and drinking and having a good old time.
0: Well, it's very much of like, at first she wasn't even going to go to the bar with him. Now it's like, okay, she went to the bar, but I'm going to go home after this by myself and stuff. Oh no, now you're invited. So he's like very slowly like, is this working? Is this the night? Uh, it was like- working
1: for him though.
2: I love when he's going through a records because everyone who has like, not even a large, but a semi-decent records collection has one weird soundtrack record like what what was it like criminal minds or unsolved mysteries unsolved mysteries yeah he's like how much music is it in unsolved mysteries that you have the soundtrack i have the teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze soundtrack on vinyl, and everyone has a few of those fraggle
0: rock I think for some reason I have, like, the Oak Ridge Boys Christmas album that I, like, was looking through my parents' albums, and I was like, I'm taking this because it's ridiculous. I also have, like, Tone Loke.
2: Exactly. Monkey <laughs> Cold Medina. Yeah. Brett, this is where they're arguing about Pet Cemetery 1 versus mm. 2. I
0: like Pet Cemetery 2, but 1 is just so much superior.
1: I've never seen Pet Cemetery 2.
0: Oh, it's fun. its It's got a cool dirt bike kill.
2: Santa is outside, but not at the correct house. He can track them through a car miles away, but once he gets there, doesn't realize which house he's supposed to go in, I guess.
0: And why is it? We just hear like the dad yelling at the kid like, you better not be down there opening those presents. As is, is this when he's axing the door down? Yep. And it's like there's huge crashing and stuff. Someone knocks at my door and it's like, Oh, what the fuck? And I like jump. Someone's axing your door down and kicks it in. And you're like, little Mikey, is that you? You better not be opening those presents as he's stomping up the fucking stairs.
1: <laughs> I, I think he, I think he, you know, locked onto this house because he heard noises in there and decided to go on a side. quest.
2: That's very possible, but it's switching between Santa breaking into this house As Tori and Robbie finally start getting it on and he's going to prove another conversation that they had earlier that some guys are good at going down on girls. And that's going on as Santa's breaking into this house. And he throws an axe to the dad when he sees Santa right into the back. Gets him on the stairs and just finishes the job. Another cool kill. I do really appreciate the effects. And something about the soaked in neon of this movie makes them feel really cool to me. I really like.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of, like, just really cool-looking scenes. Even though it's, like, you know, it's ridiculous and whatnot. I'm not a big fan of Christmas horror. There are some times where it's like, well, it just at least looks cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, the wife sees the killer Santa, hides in the bathroom, doesn't work. He gets in, axes her with the sharp end of the axe right to the eye, like the little pointy end. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. He's
0: just running around. He just has... He has a question. He keeps axing people, and no one will answer him. Boo! How many, how many, Boo. Times, how many times can the killer ax somebody in the head and me not do the joke? I held off.
2: But the kid sees Santa, not the murder. but he sees Santa at the top of the stairs and goes, Santa, did you bring me some presents? And then he looks at the tree and goes, you did! And goes and starts opening the presents. And of course the first present this poor kid opens his clothes and he's all sad. Like, oh, you couldn't have let him open up like the PS4 first with what's about to happen <laughs> to him or something?
0: i love he opens up the present and he's like oh clothes again and he like throws them down he turns around to santa i was like hoping he was gonna start yelling at santa like what's wrong with you motherfucker i've got enough clothes
1: i wanted a ps4 now you always have to wonder though like had he opened up a good present or been grateful for the clothes would santa have let him live no, no. because this or is
2: a robo killer santa no
1: this is just
0: a robot that happens to be wearing a Santa suit. So, Christmas movie.
2: Yeah, I don't think the, the robot is even aware that he is Santa. No.
1: Uh,
2: but, Tori sees through the window right as Santa kills this child. Like, and she's like, oh my god, she sobers up real fast. Because they've been drinking so much. Dude, Oh. I'm trying to picture back like when I was young and I would just punish my liver. And I don't even know, think I'd be able to keep up with these two for how much they've been drinking all night.
0: They've just been pounding like whiskey Whis- all night long. Weed. It's insane.
2: At the bar, at work, at the friends, now back at home. That's like just, there's no way. Like, I know they get kind of scared sober. No, yeah. you don't get scared sober out of this.
0: They're not even mixing it. It's just at the bar. They're just drinking straight whiskey. They're just chugging it out of the bottle.
1: I mean, honestly, if if you take the weed out of the equation, like me now, me and a buddy can can polish off a fifth of whiskey no problem. I have a drink problem. She...
0: No, it's yeah. You have to balance it. You drink and then you smoke. It's like oh, I drank too much. You smoke more. Oh, I smoke too much. You drink more. And that's you how just every
2: single year. Further day and happen. further away from sobriety, uh, <laughs> trying to balance herself out.
1: Well. Uh, I'm fine now. <laughs> don't smoke,
2: bitch. But after seeing this, Tori wakes up her sister and brother in law, who, who she lives with them, and is freaking out. And I'm glad they don't spend too long on what the fuck's wrong with you. Because if you see someone that's freaked out, you're at least going to get up and everything. I'm glad we do that.
0: But I also like the boyfriend or whatever of the sister who's like kind of the schlubby guy, where he's like, What's going on? I was sleeping. They're like, Go get your keys. He's like, All right. They're like, Shh. It's like, Don't tell me what to do.
2: It's true. He doesn't read the room well once it's like been going on and their army crawling across the floor, freaking out. (laughs) He's just talking full volume, going for the keys and everything. (laughs) What are you guys doing down there? But. Santa breaks through the window using a dead neighbor body, which I loved. This is where the awesome synth score kicks in. I wish we got this through more of the movie because I love it when it's here. I, it's so good, but we don't get it for a long time throughout the movie.
1: Yeah, it's not in a lot of it, but when it does kick in, it is just—it's amazing.
0: I also just feel so, so bad for Robbie because, like, he's upstairs. She, like, went left for like a minute to be like, I'll be right back. And he's like, Yeah, I'm going to go and get ready. Like, here she comes back. And then he hears from downstairs, Robbie, come down. Something's happening. He's like, God damn it.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, Robbie should have known that nothing else was happening because when she went down to get the rest of the whiskey, she oh. put on all of her clothes. Including her flannel overshirt, she's yeah. like, not mine done."
0: Yeah, like, she's hey, done. Uh, but, uh,
1: uh.
2: but the sister's head gets twisted around. Kill and brother-in-law's killed off-screen. They run outside and they're freaking out. They get into the car and drive away back into the neighbor's car and get kind of stuck. Angry neighbor comes running out because he sees these two drunken idiots just backed into his car and, like, are stuck up against it right now.
0: Oh, that's so great, because they set him up earlier when they pulled up. They're like, oh, that my, that's my drunk neighbor's uh, car. He's a complete asshole. All he does is sit in his apartment and drink all day. And he parks his car right by my house all the time. Because he comes running out. He's belligerent and drunk. He throws a bottle at the car. <laughs>
2: That he's screaming, I'm get out of the car. He tries calling the police and they're trying to warn him that angry Santa's behind him, and he thinks they're trying to block his call by laying on the horn so he can't report them. Um, but he's axed in the head with a cool like head split down the middle and slammed through the windshield. They finally get the car free, put in reverse too fast, wreck into a tree. Robo Santa rips Robbie out of the car and he's axed in the face. If you ask me, the biggest mistake of this movie was killing Robbie too early. I think this should have been like a third act moment if you're going to kill Robbie, where they yeah. break the couple up too early that are the whole beginning of the movie is just these two.
1: Robo Santa also just like clean rips the windshield of this car just like right straight off. Like not in pieces, one piece <laughs> with a dead body in it, Rips and throws. It is an awesome shot. you straight up Winter Soldier for a second coming after these two.
0: <laughs> oh, but I completely agree with you, Greg. I wish that Robbie and Tori had both survived like throughout the whole movie. And then at the very end, just have them look at each other, and then they kiss. Then you're like, "Oh, he's finally gonna get his." No, he just gets to die with blue balls. Poor Robbie. I feel so so bad for him.
2: Like I said, even if they're going to kill him, I feel like it should have been a bigger, like, towards the end moment and everything. This kind of yeah. just feels like middle-of-the-pack kill. Like, okay, like, you know, where you're trimming the fat in your slasher movies and you're cutting the pack down a little bit. But, like, for a main dude here.
0: Because just right before, like, we got introduced just to uh, Axe Fodder with the sister and the boyfriend. Uh, and they the got introduced And, like, a minute later just got killed. And then he that happens, like, right after that. He deserved more.
1: I, I definitely feel like Robbie's death probably should have happened there in the record when they go when she goes back to the record store. Yeah, if you're gonna I do it, that'd oh, be oh, better. Yeah. I think well, it would have meant
0: more back then. Like he sacrifices himself. He starts like flinging records. They could do like a little yeah. Shaun of the Dead callback where he doesn't want to fling certain ones because they're break. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: but yeah, the cop shows up because they were called and sees this killer Santa and blasts him four times with a shotgun. He goes down. He's checking on Tori and everything. And she's freaking out because she realizes, tells him to go check the toy store. And as she's freaking out, he just, Michael Myers is right up behind her, right up behind the cop.
1: I think this might be the most competent cop in all of horror. Because, like, he comes in, drop the weapon. As soon as the guy turns on him, takes one step. We're just shotgun blasts at point blank to the chest. Like, I, I also this pop reason, is just shit.
0: He's helping Tori out of the car, and Tori's like, don't fucking touch me! Like, she's having, like, a complete freak out, but he's like, it's okay. Like, it's we can help you here. Like, I got you. It's not like the other cop that would be like,
2: shut the fuck up! Dude, the only mistake he made is he doesn't c- confirm his kill. And if he did, he'd realize, oh shit, it's a robot, and be able to radio that in and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. But other than that, you know, hands off the hats off to Officer Davies, yeah, for being that's great. the best cop in horror movies, bar none. Other than Dewey, other than oh Dewey. yeah,
2: Dewey's number one. But yeah, the Santa stands up and blasts the head off of the cop, and Tori runs Santa over starts driving away in the cop car, is arrested in the road, and she's covered in blood, screaming, they're all dead. Look, we've seen this a thousand times in horror movies. At the end of the day, do you think this is who just massacred everybody, including one of this officer who was armed and everything? This, you know, 98-pound little girl
0: they even pretty c- quickly whenever they get her back to the station are like, we know you didn't do this, but we're having a hard time believing your story because think about like there's your drive up in a cop car and like you're covered in blood and you're like, Hey, they all, they're all dead. You're going to get put in handcuffs. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> Brett going back way old school throbbing with horror. One of our oldest rules, never give all the details, say a man dressed as Santa did it. There, you have your suspect, they know who to look out for. You don't need to divulge that he's a robot right now. I don't
1: think she 100% realizes he's a robot just yet.
2: She does say he looks just like the one from the store. It's weird, I know it sounds crazy, but he looks just like the one from the store. But in reality, that just means he looks like Santa. (laughs) He looks like Santa.
1: Yeah, so she actually hasn't... Se- because she hasn't realized he's a robot yet. She doesn't realize that until the police station.
0: Yeah, because she says, like... She uh tells the cop, like, yeah, he looks like the robot. And the cop's like, what do you mean looks like the robot? It's like, well, I'm not saying it's the robot. Maybe they stole the outfit off of the mannequin robot thing at the toy store where my friends are. They might be dead.
2: She's yeah. questioned at the station... The deputy is being a complete asshole to her, understand his friend's dead, sheriff's trying to defuse the situation, she goes into the bathroom of the police station and smokes a joint.
0: Well, it's interesting where they go like, well, you can go ahead and go clean yourself off. And then she sees herself in the mirror and it's almost like, holy fuck, I didn't know I looked this bad. She is just covered in blood completely. And then, like you said, Greg, she pulls something out. It's like, please tell me that's a cigarette. But she doesn't do the fingers like this. She does the fingers like this.
2: You're like, oh, she's being bad. (laughs) They're not hearing from the cops at the scene, and they realize like no one's responding, so they're all dead. Can't put them on the count. I don't know how many are there, yeah, um, but all of a sudden, they see an ambulance coming towards the station, and Santa Claus <laughs> drives and crashes this ambulance into the cop cars outside, causing this giant explosion. And thankfully, it seems small town enough like they all know each other. Remember the sheriff just covered her bar tab earlier that night and everything. Yeah. The sheriff gives her a pistol and everything at least. They're not like having her unarmed in this situation.
0: But the sheriff goes, well she's like give me a gun cuz at first they want to like lock her away in a cell like for like safety and she's like no, like give me a weapon please and sheriff's like give her a weapon. The other guys like no ah and then she just takes the gun away from him.
1: <laughs> yeah. They so don't give her a gun so much as she obtains a gun.
0: The sheriff goes give her a gun and the deputy's like, I don't wanna. Then she's like, give me your fucking gun.
2: <laughs> the two cops are outside searching and the sheriff is killed off screen and thrown like, I don't know why this <laughs> robot Santa would just throw the body, but he does. And then the deputy's head is blown off. Tori grabs a shotgun and is hiding in the station like under a desk santa cuts the power and just flipping the desk and like a pretty like classic but still good hiding from killer scene as he's going over and like checking everywhere she could be
0: yeah it's a good tension tension building scene like they did in like halloween h20 when michael's like flipping the tables over and stuff like they do it like here and there in horror like it's kind of a trope now but it still like kind of works we're like oh fuck where exactly are you you where like where exactly is she compared to him flipping deaths
1: yeah
2: Santa does find her grabs her she tases it to get free which I can actually buy you know electricity to a yeah. robot it probably does mess with it and everything she Guns runs have done away nothing. <laughs> she runs away without the shotgun though I know it still does nothing but if you're going to take a gun a shotgun can at least blast until there's nothing left take that with you please
1: Just another... That's a trope in horror I hate. When you have a weapon, don't drop the weapon!
2: Yeah. But She drives away in the ambulance, but Santa's hanging on the back, gets inside. She smartly buckles her seatbelt and then crashes the ambulance so Santa's ejected out of it.
0: I really enjoyed that part, when, like, Santa's in the back of the ambulance goes, like, oh, okay, that's a cool, like, little tiny little set piece of because you can stand in the back of those things and whatnot, and he's like trying to reach through the little door and then she buckles her seat but I was like I know exactly what she's gonna do but I love it <laughs>
2: very smart she lights Santa's like pinned under a vehicle she lights a gas tank Molotov on the vehicle that Santa's pinned under again smart because I'm like why is she tearing off her sleeve here I'm like oh I get what's going on yeah Um. then she's right by her record store she goes inside I think just like it's a familiar place, like, somewhere right. to be instead of standing outside in the snow now. There's no cops to call. Like, what are you gonna do?
0: Well, she's like, I have been through a fucking hell of a night. Fucking, I need to take take the edge off. I know where there's a joint.
1: I mean, it's the proverbial high ground. It's over Anakin! I have the high ground! You know, this, this, is, her, this is her home turf. This is her, you know, this is her Kevin McAllister's house.
0: I was so, though, like, as soon as she goes into the cool record store with all the cool records and all the VHS tapes and stuff, their CRT TVs are around. Like, this poor place is going to get completely wrecked, and all this stuff is going to get trashed.
1: As I'm watching this part, I'm like, oh, Brett is just not having a great time right now. Those poor VHS tapes. He's trying to see which ones are hitting the ground and if he has them or not. I thought it was, but like it was kind of like
2: VHS to the rescue at the same time. They yeah. kind of saved her. Yeah. Yeah. Easy with them. They're heroes. She grabs a fucking sword as one-armed Santa makes his way into the store, and at this point, he's all damaged and everything, so I don't know why this would happen, but his eyes are literally laser pointers, like, so, which is kind of cool, feels like a video game where you'd have to hide from something. You know exactly where his vision is and everything, too, so, like, you know if that laser beam hits you, he sees you, but if not, you know exactly where to avoid...
0: No, I love the laser beam eyes so much just because of what you just said, of you know exactly where he's looking the whole time. So she's like kind of dodging and weaving through the shelves and stuff, and he'll like swing around real quick. It's like, oh, okay, he didn't hit the eyes on her or whatever. This is also where he's starting to remind me of the fly, because he's very herky-jerky especially later when he starts losing limbs and stuff and he's like crawling on the floor it's very much like the fly at the very end
2: when he's like transformed completely and he's all like you know okay i could i could see it now i was thinking i'm like did he throw up on a plate of milk and cookies to eat it (laughs) earlier when he said it, i'm trying to think of how this reminded you of the fly like motor oil (laughs) but at this point, Santa has died approximately 10 times in this movie. It's very much Terminator and like the first child's play and all those kind of movies where he just keeps coming after you put him down. And I won't lie. I do like this movie a lot. They might have done it one or two too many times for me in yeah. this movie. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. it got to a point I'm like, "Is there? he's never going to end up dead. It's going to be the very end and it's going to be like, oh, the light came on again.
2: But she impales Santa, he catches on fire, he shuts off. She grabs a phone to call 911, Santa turns back on. She lights her garbage on fire (laughs) to turn on the sprinklers, which I guess slows him down. Her fingers get axed off here, which I'm like, ooh, oh, I don't know yeah. why it bothered me so bad.
0: Oh, yeah, well, she falls off the counter and, like, her ankle, like, you see the bone come through her ankle, then that happens to her. It's like, okay, well, she's starting to take some wounds. She's not, she doesn't come, come out completely unscathed, like, oh, I'm fine.
1: Well, I mean, you know, she act- activating the sprinklers was smart. Because, you know, water and electronics are not always friends. And he has exposed electronics. Oh yeah, I want to
0: mention real quick the exposed skeleton where why did the US government give the robot a rib cage? <laughs> I get why they do it where like you, I saw when she had the sword I was like, oh, it's because she's going to shove the sword through the rib cage. That's why. But at what point was the, were they designing it being like, well, it needs to have like a human skeleton.
2: Because it
1: looks like cool. I was going to say, that was just some designer going You know what would look cool if we gave it a human skeleton? If
0: it's in war and the enemy sets it on fire and all the skin melts off of it, then there's metal skeleton
2: coming at them. They'd be scared. In context of movie, maybe that was done more for the Santa side of it. So when you're sitting on this thing, it feels more human and everything. Like there's bones where there will be bones and stuff when you're sitting on them. I'm just reaching here.
1: I think we're putting way too much thought into Christmas, bloody Christmas.
0: Mommy, why was Santa so hard? What? (laughs) No, like his chest. Oh, thank God.
2: (laughs) But Santa's crawling after her. She tips a shelf onto him, like cracks open like the electric line, I guess. And this is how she finally finishes off Robo Killer Santa, zaps him with that. Then our first non neon scene of the movie she stumbles out into the daylight which it is now christmas day <laughs> you there what day is it
1: it's christmas well, it's day, huh? day. we could be the <laughs> pop Goose!
2: and that's christmas bloody christmas
0: If she hated christmas before she hates
1: it really bad now oh yeah um i do like the uh Whoa, my light just got like super bright there. I noticed that you were like illuminating all of a sudden.
0: Oppenheimer. Oh,
1: I like the right here at the end, the homage to the original Texas Chainsaw of her just like oh. laying on the ground, scream laughing.
0: Yeah. Like, I've been through a fuck of a night. I'm just going to lay here and
1: scream and laugh for a minute.
0: Most of the town is now dead. No one's going to buy my records anymore.
2: You know what I was thinking about in these kind of movies? Like a lot of there's there's Christmas horror movies and then there's a very specific section of Christmas horror movies that are Santa is the killer Christmas yeah. horror movies. This definitely falls into that. Um in this subgenre of Christmas horror, I always wonder how traumatic is December for the survivors of these movies the next year can you imagine going through this because look christmas is inescapable like it's the most like what's the word i'm looking for like monetized holiday it's everywhere like coca-cola commercials like movies like stamps everything like you go inside a store
0: and you're just beamed over the head with the
2: music yeah. So like how tra- traumatizing is this? The next year for her is what I'm thinking.
1: Ubiquitous is the word you're looking for.
2: Thank you. That's what I was going for. Alright. Um that was Christmas Bloody Christmas. My final thoughts are I i do enjoy it a lot. Um I obviously put a year in between my watches. Um didn't enjoy it as much this time. I think the shock in it, but on the other side, I there's things I like that I still really like, like the whole color scheme of the whole movie was really fun for a slasher for me. Uh, the synth score when it's there is good. The violence, all being practical, was a step up for me. So there's there's things I really do like with this one.
1: Yeah, um, def- like I'd only watched it once last year. I think had I watched it again, I don't know that it actually would have cracked my top five. Um, but I still definitely highly enjoyed it. Like. It- I, I didn't have a bad time watching this at all. And I won't have a bad time the next time I watch
0: it. So you guys recommended it to me last year, and I was like, well, I'll wait a year and see it. Now I've seen it. It was an okay watch for the first time. I'll ne- probably never watch it again. My Santa horror movie for Christmas is always Christmas Evil. It's, my, it's Maniac, but he's a Santa. I love Christmas Evil. Christmas um, Evil is
1: a lot of
2: fun. No, it is that, not, but Christmas Eve
0: will probably be the last will be my next and last Christmas movie I watch this year because I have to watch that every year because it is fun. The only thing I really like about this time of year is like you get to catch up on like the red letter media stuff where they do their like Christmas special or like any of like the different media you like that do. It's like a Christmas special and you can't watch it all the rest of the year. I like that of this time of year. But yeah, this was a fine watch. I would I would say it's worth a watch. Oh, that, that's big from you.
2: I'll take that.
0: Yeah, that. That's real big from Brad. I'm trying this year. I'm trying You're not to good. be so hateful towards the holiday even though I still kind of am. I'm, I'm proud of like, you. This is personal growth.
1: You like my holiday horror pick last year too with Better Watch Out. I like. I got candy cane. I like candy canes. Candy canes All are right. delicious.
2: Let's get into some calendar. Oh, by the way, gentlemen, I just want to say congratulations on 250 episodes. Oh is this, that is that this, will be the, this will be two fifty. Congratulations. Dude, like no joke, I will take a second. That's huge. For Go when up. we did when we did twenty five and we're like, this is huge. Multiply that by a hundred. Yeah. That's that math doesn't work. But still, That's you clever. add a zero to the end of it. But we, we did good. Congratulations. Yeah, Go thank us. you guys.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a fun 250. Let's go for another 250. I'm sorry that episode 250 is a Christmas movie. That's how it
2: worked out. the way the calendar felt. I actually tried to avoid it, but at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, we can't the way everything worked out. Okay.
0: But yeah, thank you for everyone for listening and stick around for the next 250. Who knows what wacky genetics we're getting up to.
2: Let's get into the count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. Throbbed with horror, count of the deads were retaliated. All the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Christmas, bloody
1: Christmas? Intern. Twelve.
2: Brett,
0: I'm gonna say thirteen.
2: Oh, you were close. It was eleven. Damn it.
0: Well, I will argue with less death, and that was yeah. great. Count of the dead. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Now we're getting to my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and i rate the movie 1 through ten, one being the worst, 10 being the best. A couple that, they ran out! Well, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas movie. So let's do Christmas food, I guess. I don't know. Christmas Yeah, Jim, I'm Christmas food. It was okay. Christmas food. So a number one version for me is fruitcake. I hate fruitcake. I saw it in the store the other day and like started making fun of it. And Liz was like, I've never actually had it. Do you want to get some? I was like, no, it's horrible.
1: Uh, it depends on the kind of fruitcake for me. Because there's one that's like a more of like a Latino, uh, Latino tradition. It's called Panatone, And it's fantastic.
2: I don't really know fruitcake very well. I know it's a Christmasy thing.
0: It's gooey. It's like got like gummies in it or something. I really don't like it. I'm not a fan of gummies. Um, a number 10. I don't know, just how many sweets and cookies are? Like mom the other day we went over and had cookie day with mom and dad and we made she made peanut butter cookies and then put the Hershey kiss in the middle.
2: Love those, those are always good. I like um, the ones that are like Oreos almost, like the the like chocolate cake on top and bottom with like almost like mini gobs. They're really good. There's always a big oh, one you for You and me. your gobs. I fucking love gobs. Um. So this year for Christmas, my mom sent out a group text to the family. And it's like, hey, uh, Christmas, let me know what anyone's bringing, like for food and everything. And I replied half joking, but it's become a serious thing that I am making Christmas quesadillas for everybody. Because everyone is probably tired of the same old ham and as good as they are sweet potatoes and everything like that. Ugh. So I am bringing quesadillas for everybody on Christmas.
1: Nice. Uh, we always have the entire the entire intern clan comes to my house for Christmas. Uh, I like the I picture have... nobody in your
2: house is paid for their work. They're just all interns. <laughs> Hoping that they got a Christmas bonus from their jobs because they don't get paid. The intern clan all shows up.
0: I brought over the leftover donuts from the break room that the ones that no one
1: ate. We're uh, but we're switching it up this year. We're not doing uh, we don't normally we do ham and sweet potatoes. I'm doing roast beef yeah. and mashed potatoes this year. Well, that sounds good.
0: Dad always smokes a prime rib for like hours and hours, so that's going to be amazing. Um, I'll give Christmas Bloody Christmas a four out of ten. I would say it's worth a watch. I won't ever watch it again because there's other Christmas horror movies where Santa has an axe and he kills people that I like more.
1: Um, I went well way higher than Brett on this one. Um, I, I'm gonna give it a, a a seven and a half. Christmas foods. Um, I, I have a lot of fun with it. it. I think this is gonna go into my yearly. Um, or it, well, not. I think it's definitely going to go into my yearly holiday horror rotation.
2: I actually also went seven and a half Christmas foods out of ten. I've watched it every year since it has been released. I can confidently say, and no, I really like it. Fun violence, cool music, cute butt. like but yeah, I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's see, guys. Everything else. Oh uh, Merry, no, Merry Christmas, bad.
2: everybody. Yeah, everyone enjoy your holidays. I hope it's good for all the gore and horror hounds.
0: And remember, if you don't like Christmas, those Halloween decorations probably aren't packed away that, like, far in the back. So you can just pull those back out and pretend it's Halloween. And we hope that Christmas Bloody Christmas has left your brain throbbing with horror.
1: Ah, uh, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the throbbing with horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.